0: Hey there, Starseeds. Welcome to Beyond the Cosmic Table. We're a group of friends from different cultures, backgrounds, and beliefs. We gather around our table and initiate honest and open conversations on how energy and frequencies influence what we create around us. By expanding awareness, we're able to journey with practical guidance, leading to our highest awareness and conscious living. So take a seat and join us at our table. Welcome back, and welcome to a little morning coffee chat with Evie and Julie. They decided to get together last weekend and answer some popular questions our group gets asked. Maybe you've asked or have been curious. Listen in as they answer and chat about some of the questions, and stay tuned at the end for a special announcement around the same theme.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Evie, and I'm here with Julie. And we are going to go through some of the Q&As that we get asked along the way. And I thought, what a good time it would be for us to answer some of these questions that you guys may have that are listening to our podcast. So first of all, good morning, Julie. How are you?
2: Good. Thank you. I'm great. How are you, Ebby?
1: Good. We're still doing a lot of Zooms uh, as opposed to meeting in, in person because uh, there's a few of us that are out of state now. A few of our people are now in, there's three of us in Texas currently, there's somebody in Arizona, and then the, our base is in Illinois, so we're all a little, I don't want to say disjointed, but all doing our own logistics here, and I love that we're still staying very connected, so I mm-hmm. love that. Okay, so here's sure. one of, here's one of uh, the questions that we've been asked, and uh, Julie, if you can take uh, take this from your perspective. How long has your spirit group been together at the table?
2: Oh, my gosh. I was trying to remember <clears throat> when you moved into that house, but it started um, kind of started morphing before you even moved into that house just by meeting out. So I guess it depends on when we officially call the start button, because we were kind of like all trailing into that one direction together. Oh, but, that
1: is so true. Yes. yes. I think the bulk of the the energy that really came into a, a really great cluster was a few of us were uh, had taken some classes with Jamie, and then right. she held some of her classes at her house, and then we uh, during a, one of her moves we decided that she and I had decided that we were going to continue, but also pull in those who were going to be working specifically on their, on their talents, on their, their skill sets. So some people came from her, her classes and then others mm-hmm. joined along the way as we were guided to. And so that's how we came together right. on the table. Uh, let me see, does everyone in our group all have the same abilities?
2: Hmm. Oh no know which which is great because if we did we'd be all bored oh did you see that over there yeah i saw it yeah did (laughs)
1: that did that right yeah we do have a really wide palette don't we Mm -hmm. you know we have uh susan does portal readings we have a few that are channelers a couple that are shamans um a few healers you know um yeah so i would say we have uh A few that are card readers, um, astrologers. I think I'm primary, but I mean, Diane and and Delilah and Susan are really strong and can speak to it easily. They're very knowledgeable. So, yes, we all have a wide, Uh, wide talents. And let me see. Do we know uh, if
2: um, the Reiki...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Reiki. And uh, even um, with Lee doing a new modality, developing her own modality.
2: Right. And the emotion code, I know the oh, emotion yeah. code releases are so important to uh, among all of that. So it's, you know, it's like going to, um, how do you compare it? It's like going to a general physician and, and and he sends you to all these different specialists, you know, and we have that all at our table.
1: Exactly. And not only that, what we came in with is not where we are today. I mean, um, we have a, we have certified hypnotherapists, where some are working on their on nutrition, um, mm-hmm. people working with herbs. I mean, it's a constant evolution and development of all those things. That are a lot of them are nowhere near where we started, you know. That's how far everybody has evolved.
2: Right, and that's what makes it really fun because <clears throat> we're not just staying in our one modality. Okay, I'm so good at this, but it's growing. And like you said, uh, for example, Lee's, it's morphing into something uh, unique to her abilities and her um, her purpose here. Exactly.
1: So- Exactly. Everybody is branching up and out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we know if we've had lifetimes together?
2: <laughs> That's funny, but you know, when um, I first met Jamie at her front door, I knew I knew her. And, <laughs> um, and then also, if you don't have that um, intuition, the people that you meet that you feel like you've always known. So different senses that you have about that because I totally felt you and I connected right away when we met. Yes, Jamie, I felt like I knew her already, and everyone else. It it was there was never an awkward meeting or getting to know. I yeah, I felt like it's just one of those groups we felt like we were together. We've been together, and uh, it just it's so easy.
1: Right. It was very familiar. So yeah. So that's what I
2: would say. That we, we absolutely have
1: another another thing is uh, do during some of the challenge channelings it has come out that a few of us were together for certain experiences but we've also um, have we also speak a lot to um, and we'll probably be addressing this more is. There really isn't a past life or a future life. These are just reference points that we make. Everything's happening in the now. And so there's many timelines going on. So not a surprise that whoever you're around in this timeline, you're probably engaging with on another one. So that's probably what's giving us that sense of familiarity.
2: Right. That's so Uh, mind-blowing and fun.
1: Right. Abby, how long did it take to learn astrology? A really, 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 really long time. It is such a rabbit hole. Ask Diane Shaver. She is now texting at 1230 at night when she used to go to bed at 830 at night because she found herself spiraling due to the moon. (laughs) and and will text me and say, can I have a chart for this? So I love it, but it takes a long time. But how do you eat an elephant? A piece at a time. So just gravitate to what is interesting to you. Learn about just Jupiter. Learn about Mercury. Just learn about a retrograde because anything that catches your eye, it's going to be pulling a thread to someone else. So just enjoy the ride. You know, don't yeah. worry about how long it takes because you can become an expert on a specific point and and um, be very confident with that point and not have to take in the whole thing, you know, uh, but definitely learn how to read a chart. You know, that's really important.
2: Right. And you know what? It does look overwhelming. You suggested a book to us a long time that I have. Um, I don't have it right next to me, but that I started reading a long time ago, but. It's still in my uh, on my goal to get through that book.
1: <laughs> oh, is that uh, Astrology for the Lighter Side of the Brain? Um, that's one that I used to suggest to a lot of people because my niece read it when she was like eight. And now she's 22, t- 21, 22 years old. And and it still sticks with her.
2: Oh, that's cool. I'm not yeah. sure it, it had a red cover. Yes, yes. But yeah, very. It, it was breaking it down. So yeah, you're right. I should just grab one chapter and just... Study that over and over and uh, or not just it. open
1: it up, open it up and only look at the at the sun chart at the sun sign of people that are around you right now. Okay. And that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah, I know somebody with this birth date that falls here. And that'll spark it.
2: Okay, that's a good idea. Can, so I won't drool anymore.
1: Right, right. <laughs> Can spirituality help someone who suffers from anxiety? If so, how? I, take that uh, I
2: can speak really well to that, because I have anxiety, and um it's not like it used to be either, because anxiety is here for a lot of different things from past traumas, from too much stress, it's just not taking care of ourselves. You know, we don't breathe deep enough, there's all kinds of causes, and there's all kinds of solutions, but if you're not looking at the deeper level spiritually. Then you're going to a doctor and you're getting drugs and you're just um, putting a Band-Aid on it and you're not helping release the cause. So some of the things that I've done is, is I know that it's just a physical side effect of, of different causes. Um, I've done past life regressions with Ebony and uh, Jamie um, that have helped me release some emotions that I brought here to this lifetime with me. Mm-hmm. Um, emotion code releases with Diane and Reiki with Lee, and a lot of meditation. Um, so I, I have it a little bit, and it really comes out more if I'm not eating good nutrition. But I really don't have much of an issue with it. So I guess I open this up saying I have anxiety, but I um, <laughs> I'm, I'm healing it. So I have to. Get rid of that image that that's part of my identity too, as I've just noticed um, before you call me out on it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but there's so much um, that we have control over with having something like that or depression or anything like that. And anxiety is just a fear of the future. So if you can uh, start healing, doing a lot of healing around yourself, then you can take control over that and it's, and make it go away.
1: Ah, that is, that is very true of being aware that you have control over it, being aware and and getting to the bottom. What is it that I'm really fearful of? Because a lot of times it's a habit out of habit that we're in fear mode or a PTSD situation.
2: Right. And it it could, in my case, it was multiple things. So, um, and they just kind of lump together and make a big ball of it. So I'm slowly picking away at that
1: ball. Ah, okay. Uh, let me see. How can meditation possibly help when someone is suffering with stress or emotional issues? You kind of covered that one.
2: Yeah.
1: And, and it does sound, sound kind of odd. You're in a stressful state. How can I meditate if I'm under stress? Well, at some point, it may not start out that way. But if you, can, if you start training your brain, Uh, to not be a toddler. And that the minute you you feel some kind of resistance, or you feel some kind of uh, monkey brain going in, your brain is counting on you to get up and go away. Now you don't want to be overly strict and controlling with yourself. If it's not, if you can't get in that mode, don't try and force yourself to stay still. You know, go give yourself grace as Avani says a lot. You know, find something that gives you pleasure, go work in the garden, do whatever it is that gives you pleasure, because the goal is to get into a state of being joyful and appreciating what you're doing. And once you get to that, you find that state or what's giving you that pleasure, then it'll be easier and easier to work towards more of a meditation state.
2: Right. And I think there's kind of two answers to this question, even because if you're in a stressful moment, then that's, that's what your body's doing when you get stressed. That's how you're reacting to it. Um, So you must, I imagine you're not meditating at the moment or or it's not a daily habit. So yeah, you have to just in those moments, um, you have to just start breathing deep, because you're really just in your head. And that's how you're reacting on a long term. So that's a short term thing. On a long-term basis, if you want to change how you react to stressful moments, meditation should be a daily practice because then you're more calm. You're more even keel. Like Bob Proctor, I used to uh, work with him. He always talked about how you should be more mainstream in the middle there instead of the highs and lows, because that means that your practice, you know, the meditation has become part of you. You're more uh, grounded. And um, so you don't have those highs and lows. Uh, those and and those are what Trick. kind of everybody says. Well, that we want the highs. Well, no, because if you have the highs, then you're going to have the lows. So you want to be more mainstream without the react without the reaction. Well,
1: you d- and you don't want such drastic, right. such drastic uh, highs and drastic lows because that's like right. being manic, right. you know. So have it like you have a self uh, awareness of what you're you're doing. There's a lot of great benefits to having a joy for life, but recognize that a joy for for life is also sitting in a state of being calm. Right.
2: You know? Yeah. Yes. So start meditating
1: and breathing. I love that you you brought up that breathing because we've been talking a lot about that. That's that is very very important. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do I find my people? Yeah. I've tried, and there's not a group like that where I am. Hmm. Well, I say if you're in a, you're going to attract whatever's in your vibration. Yeah. So where and where you find one, you'll find more. More will come along. Um, and another part of it is, if there isn't a group out there like the one you think you would like to be a part of, what's stopping you? from starting a group. And sometimes it starts just as easy. Julie and I met because I was at a bookstore joining this one meetup group. And she was at a, her and Dave were at a table behind me talking about Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. And I uh, excused myself from the table I was sitting at and just turned my chair around and joined their group. (laughs) Now that may not seem like it's a spiritual group, but it was a spiritual group and then those who grow within that group it will keep evolving into something else so it can start as simple as as reading one of the top metaphysical books that are out there and finding someone else who is attracted to that what do you think julie
2: yeah um you have to put your place put yourself in a place like you said where you're going to attract people that are like you so make sure you're not stressing and over everything and all of that. Put yourself in that. High and then think about when you're in there, um, think about the group that you would love to be a part of. Some great things about our group is um, we just, we have grace towards everybody. Yes. Um, we uh, lift each other up and we give each other space when we need the space as far as uh, helping each other. If we get stuck and, and all of that, but, our, our goal is to help lift each other up and help each other grow. And there's a lot of business network groups that do that too. So it's the same strategies, the same goals. Um, you get into these groups, you make your own group. A lot of realtors want to start a network group. So they look for their people. They look for the common people to um, be in their group. And um, that's the same situation here. You look for people with, that have the same goals that you have. And they do just happen without even realizing it. Like Abby just said, how we met. And and then that person has a link to somebody else and, and so on and so on.
1: True, exactly that. Okay, another one is, I think we're wrapping this up. I am seeing that my friends, my friend groups are just people I hang out with and now I want to connect, but I don't want to lose my friends. Can that happen?
2: Uh, That's, that's a question that we've all asked ourselves um, Mm -hmm. and each other, because we feel some strong connection because we've been friends with them for so long uh, as far as time is, and maybe the different experiences you've had. But if they end up having this, this could go for married people too. Um, If they end up having the same goals you have, then yeah, they can, you'll stay with them. But if your goals are changing because you're growing and you're lifting yourself up spiritually and they're not, you're, you really won't want to hang out with them anymore because they'll keep bringing you down. You're working so hard. You're meditating. You're, you're reading all these things. You're doing all this uh, stuff to grow your energy level. And then you go hang out with your friends again and they bring you down and you'll feel the change. Yeah. You'll feel that uh, gap. And it, it's hard. I know um, some people in our group, I have specific names um, of our, our group that have gone through this. It's hard to let go because you feel, you feel like you're doing something wrong. But in all reality, you have a mission here and to grow spiritually. And there's just some people that aren't following that mission. So,
1: you know what? I cannot add anything else to that. That was beautifully said.
2: Thank you. Very good very card. good. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly because these are friends actually by default. You know, because mm-hmm. you've been friends with them for so long or family members so y- yes exactly. You know, yeah. have that little bit of space. You can love them from afar. You yes. know. Exactly. Yeah. Julie thank you so much for taking the time this morning with me to go over some of these questions um, for you listeners out there. I hope that this uh, short little podcast here uh, enlightened you as to a few things please hit subscribe and um, and like and send us some of your comments on our YouTube and let us know what you think of these or if you have any additional questions that we could answer
2: yes, thanks again you guys have a great day meditate. Yes,
1: breathe,
0: breathe. <laughs> like Ebby mentioned, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform so you're notified of future episodes. If you're listening from Apple Podcasts, it would be helpful if you could leave a review and rate us. Those comments and ratings help boost our show so that others can find us. And for that special announcement, we would like to invite you to a live Q&A event with Jamie and Abby. This is your opportunity to ask any question you would like in a live setting via Zoom. Anything around star seeds, Akashic Records, soul groups, astrology, numerology, tarot, you name it. Anything you can think of, the floor is open. If you would like to receive the invite for this future event, please email spiritgrouppodcast at gmail.com with the subject live Q&A and we will send you the Zoom link. This episode will be video and recorded, so if you can't make it live, the recording will be available. Feel free to submit any questions in advance in that same email, and we will be sure to answer. Also, if you're not already, follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Cosmic Table. We'll also announce there when the live Q&A episode will take place. Thanks for tuning in, and we're so looking forward to that live Q&A event, and we hope to see you there. Bye!